1: Nebraska preps post game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla.
0: It's going to be Nebraska preps
1: post game.
0: My co-host Jacob Padilla, who I feel like I just talked to and that maybe just because I did. We are, I, I you know, listen, I, I got to say it out loud. The, the world wants more Jacob Padilla. So I'm like, you know
1: what? Let's do a podcast yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't typically get up early enough for your other show. Hey, That was fantastic, though but i'll do it for you you know what and i love it because
0: my favorite thing is like you don't even skip a beat we hit like four different <laughs> topics and you they're you're just like yeah you know and uh i mean the seamless transitions it's like i don't know i feel like i'm on the raceway and you're just changing lanes it's no problem man there's no
1: no brake lights needed. Well, that's kind of how it used to go with Sharpie, too. He kept me on my toes, so I knew I to be ready for it.
0: Yeah. I So once upon a time, full disclosure, when Sharpie decided we were going to go, he was going to go midday and I was going to stay in the mornings, I offered him a trade. And much like the New York Nets, they didn't trade in good, they didn't <laughs> want to trade in good faith. He was like asking for the moon. I was like, hey, you know, I'll swap you, Jacob, for Solder, we can rotate. No, 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 no. I start off fresh. You know, I'm to keep Jacob. I was like, you can't keep Jacob for yourself. Uh, but yeah, so you know, our producer called this morning and he's like, or last night, he's like, Hey, you know, um, such and such and such and such. I was like, hey, he's like, Do you want Jacob or or Wash it? I was like, Hey, I love Robin, but give me some Jacob. <laughs> so here we go. It's like we hit on volleyball, we got football, we got high school and lo and behold we're going to talk high school again man it has been some off season a lot of movement a lot of consternation about who's going where who's done what the 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 dust is kind of settled as you look into week zero where the, the, the 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 matchup will be prep and bellevue west is there anything that, of the scuttlebutt that you thought you heard in the offseason as it's panned out and we're kind of getting into the regular season, what coaches have intimated, what we've seen guys like Mike Slaughter doing their write-ups? Are there any surprising omissions or glaring standouts from guys where you're
1: thinking, huh, that's interesting? Yeah, and shout out to Sauter, who's done a great job going through Hey, all he does not
0: mess around. Yeah, He <laughs> c-
1: certainly helped me get ready for, for this podcast and just general knowledge. So uh. so
0: here's the beauty of Mike Sauter. He hates being wrong, yep. so he's overly prepared. Yep. It is fantastic because yep. we all reap the benefits because he's very thorough.
1: Yeah, probably the thing leading into this, uh, this uh, week zero matchup here with Prep and Belwet is just the, the Jacob Rope uh, at tackle deal um i didn't even realize that he was going out for football until Soder told me i was like oh really not only is he going out but he's gonna play so
0: funny uh, story before you get going we were joking matter of fact it was that i was just messing around with you at ubt during high school summer league and i was coming out and you were coming in and and bellevue west had just uh didn't play as well as they wanted to against miller north do you remember that night yeah and uh so and they had just scored Darn your triple digits right before that right and so we're leaving and and jacob's joking with me he's like hey coach you know what's up and he's laughing he goes i'm hanging in there i said are you still at workouts He's like i'm hanging in there i said are you still at workouts and i he was dead dog serious that he had gone he was at that point it would have been about three or four weeks into their summer conditioning and he was still rolling, and that was after the appendectomy. Yeah, and I was thinking, Oh, he's serious. Yeah, he
1: Jacob a rope is serious about playing football. That's impressive. And like, big dude, good feet. Like, you can see how he's would slide feet. in there, tremendous as, feet, uh, as a tackle. So, there's a chance to be pretty good there. It's just, it's hard to make up for however many years of not playing, but he's got the physical tools, and you got some good coaches out there. He, he, yeah, of course, he's fantastic. You know what, I wonder. I wonder how tough he is because it's different, right? Yeah. We saw
0: him really show out this year, especially in the post. The great footwork, he was crafty. I think he really elevated his stock, but it's a different kind of toughness because there are no plays
1: off. No, and that's the thing like football. You, you really got to love it to be able to yeah. succeed at a high yeah. level playing football. It can't be something that you're just doing because, because um, your parents want you to, or whatever, like to be really good. You got to really embrace the physicality of it. Um, it's the reason that I never had any interest in playing football. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll just leave it at that, but. Um, you prefer to catch and shoot. And right? he's going to figure out right off the bat. Again, you're going to have a sledge or a Marcelino coming at him off the edge uh, right away. <laughs> his first game back. So um yeah that, that that'll be a really fun matchup i mean that experience prep line going against belt west who has to plug in some new pieces there after losing some good players
0: yeah it's it's really interesting to see i i think the ones of of kind of the movement um can can sebastian circo kind of stabilize yeah. the quarterback play at north right we we've we've seen zach martin and 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 houston and and peyton and and some of these guys try to take the helm uh williams most recently can can sebastian give them some consistency of a multi-year starter and kind of settle in at the quarterback spot that one that one interests me quite a bit as a as a guy that's that's changed addresses and then i think the other one quietly is What's gonna happen at, um, uh, and and now I'm drawing a bla- at <laughs> at Bellevue West with how to utilize Jaden Bullion? Yeah, that's who has been very quiet in the off season. Like how. Bellevue West will use
1: yeah. him because he was fantastic at Omaha Central. He had some monster games on the ground. Yes, and I did. think he's probably more defensive, like they're looking at him more. as like, are right, you going to be a key defensive player? But he, he can, he can handle the ball. Like you, you give him the, the ball out of the backfield especially and he can run these emer- guys over.
0: Especially with the emergence of Gwinner. Am yeah. I saying that right? Uh,
1: I, think, I think I haven't heard it. I've just read it. So.
0: Um, who I think is going to garner some carries in the backfield yeah. for, for Bellevue West. I'll be curious to see how they utilize him on defense. We saw Jaden and seven on seven. He's playing some Mike linebacker. Uh there are those that feel like hey may he may have moved his way up and maybe played along that defensive front. Um, Isaiah McMorris is gonna be another integral piece, I think, for them. But they're so they're so deep outside the numbers. Um, I'll be curious to see how it all fits together. Will there be enough balls? right well is does the culture lend itself to will there be enough balls to keep everybody okay
1: well part part of that uh goes back to the running back situation you mentioned Gwinter and uh Contreras kind of guys that are going to be in the backfield there how much does Bullion play offense there does he mix in cuz we, we know how run heavy they've been when they've been at their best with guys like LJ Richardson and Jay Ducker uh and Jalen Bradley doesn't look like they've got a, a guy of that caliber now so do they aired out even a little bit more and does that help them spread the ball around like wh- what does kind of the run pass balance look like this season uh with the the pieces they've got coming back because obviously got davon hall everybody knows about i know cairo jordan you're really high on him as well two really really talented players on the outside and then yeah. you've got some other guys around him mean, you mentioned mcmorris um they've got some other guys good that water's kind of, gonna be a good yeah, player um kind of waited their turn and now ready to step up and um be a target as well so they've definitely got and then uh, Kay and Ector not coming over from Burke uh, and uh, kind of looks apart at tight end uh, to, to replace the guys that they lost last year. So, yeah, they, they've they got plenty of options. I think it's just a matter of, all right, can Kaylin get the ball on time, on target? Uh, and can they protect him well enough to to get it there?
0: You said something interesting this morning on the morning show. Um, I asked you about quarterback play. I was going through o, um Ronner. Donaldson, uh, Kalen, you know, even Circo is in that discussion of new quarterbacks kind of in new places. See the thing that makes Gretna different is Zane Flores. Yeah. Consistent steady. Eddie's played since a freshman quarterback is not a problem for Gretna. They have enough really good pieces around them. We slot them at one. Then I asked you about the next best, Right. A Rizak, yeah, a Rezak, a, 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 a Donaldson, the, the aforementioned quarterbacks. I thought it was interesting. You started with Donaldson being able to change the trajectory the most. But when talking about Westside, Rizak was the guy that piqued your curiosity the most. Those are two different yeah. discussions.
1: Why? So I, I feel like Rezak I, I think we know what we're going to get. He's going to be really good. He had, what, one interception last year as a starter? Uh, 19 touchdowns, one interception. That's a pretty good ratio last time I checked. Um, Completed, what, like 68% of his passes. Um, Like, he was really, really good. Obviously, he has the dual threat ability to kind of keep defenses on their toes. And then he's got plenty of weapons around him. So I feel like, I I think we know what we're going to get. The question is just, all right, how high is the ceiling? We know he's going to be a really good player, and he's got the weapons to be really good. Now, where can he kind of ascend to? I, I mentioned Donaldson cause I feel like if, if he's good, and he I loved your weapons,
0: analogy about trajectory of changing the perception.
1: Cause if, if Donaldson, if they have a real passing game to go with what they're going to be able to do on the ground game, they, they might be the most complete team when you look at offense, defense, passing, running the uh, line play back end play. Like they, they've got a chance to be up there in terms of just the most well rounded team. Um, cause I think, all the, there's still some questions about the, the, the kind of the talent on the outside and um, that sort of thing. And just like everybody, everybody has uh, questions at this point, even the best teams like Gretna, how are they going to replace Mick Huber? Um, and and, a huge and part Cheney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gosh, those guys were good. <laughs> and Cheney, multiple offense, defense, special teams, like big that So, and then Huber, obviously their best linebacker and their, their, uh, the key to their running game. And the, that screen game that was so good that made them so deadly. Um, so like West side, got a lot to replace up front. You got all the talent in the world that are outside. You still kind of meshing some of those new guys in. But, um, so I feel like if Donaldson is good and he's got enough weapons there, you know, Charmar Brown's going to be one of the best running backs in the state this year. You know, he's going to have the, the, the line to run behind that'll allow him to show off what he can do. Um, heck they've got, um, George Egan at fullback there to kind of block the way for him too, and kind of run some of their fullback, uh, trap stuff. So, yeah, Um, I feel like if if prep can kind of be uh, dangerous on the outside, in addition to that, they're going to be tough to slow down. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. You need Indeed.
0: All right, so, and I love, I always, I try not to influence you, and it's hard to do because you have a ton of conviction. So I I always wait. I don't say much about Westside, but I think you're spot on with Rezac because as I look at our team, potentially, people can talk about our skill all they want, you know, with Benning and Cotton and, and, and Jamez Ross and Lloyd. If Anthony Rizak is better than good, Westside can be great. Like he's you know, he's six two, he's hundred and ninety pounds, he's got a good arm, tremendous accuracy, he's very fast. If he's good, he takes us to another level. Um Donaldson, if you have to if you have to defend prep outside the numbers, goodness. Yeah. Like You got your top seven linemen coming back for them. You got Brown, you've got Russell, you've got Pargo, you've got a host of guys. I I like Matthews on the outside as kind of a young guy that's strong, good route runner. He was really good for them, I think, in seven-on-seven, at at least against us. But let me give you one more, because I think this team is severely overlooked. And by the way, we need to get back to prep, because. I want to ask you about Ezra Vedro. We we talked about him uh, again on the morning show. He's got a chance to give prep a completely different wrinkle. We were are preparing for them now, and I'm watching. I'm going back to our games and watch their last four games from a year ago. They actually showed some triple, some triple mm-hmm. option. Just didn't have the quarterback to really run. Yeah. All I can envision. <laughs> Right. like I'm always yeah. thinking worst case scenario all I'm envisioning is Ezra Vedral playing quarterback running triple can you imagine that dynamic i don't know if that's what they're going to do i just think they showed us flashes last year we we've worked on quick and their pitch game and power and blah we're, we're going through all these things yeah. i'm like i talked to our staff yesterday after practice i'm like if Vedral plays and he has impact we got to play
1: eleven on eleven against yeah. these guys. Well, that's you, the advantage for you guys is you get to wait and see them right hey, in that I, week zero game I, before getting them. The see. whole staff <laughs> is going to be
0: in attendance. That almost <laughs> never happens. We've scheduled practice accordingly. We've nice. got. We want to get there early, like we just want to see yeah. because both opponents are in the first three weeks. No, by the way, week two we go to Grand Island, another top ten ranked yeah. team. So it's like let's kill a couple birds with one stone
1: yeah man some great scheduling to start the season here so Uh.
0: so let let me ask you about let me ask you about the 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 guy that i'm going to tell you about at elkhorn south
1: see you mentioned i have not seen anything of him so that's what you keep bringing him up i want to hear what you think he shows me he he appears to
0: be a guy that can be super dynamic right he's He's a good dual threat guy. I don't know what they're going to – I don't really know their personal outside the numbers well yeah. enough to know, like, how dynamic they can be. But I know what they bring back up front. I know who he's going to hand the ball off to in in, in Ballard. If he's good, there's – in my opinion, they're scary because I think up front they're comparable to, to Creighton Prep. I think Creighton Prep and Elkhorn South have the two best offensive and defensive lines of anybody in the top 10. Yeah. And
1: so if Ronner can kind of com- keep them on schedule, complete more of those routine throws, That's that the was thing. the problem with them That's last the year. Um, They're they just so Wasn't many I texting you during, the, was yeah, that Elkhorn I, South I, Motor South game? I I, so. Mike, we were going back and forth because I think they had more talent on the outside than they showed last year yeah. um, with, with some of those guys that, um, and all those guys were seniors now, so you, you definitely got uh, Ballard back inside, and you're going to have a good running game with, with him leading the way. But can you again? like, up hey, on man, the if Coy Wilkie can get some yeah. touches outside of the numbers, like he's pretty dynamic. Yeah, and Chase Anderson and Carson Crouch played some wide receiver for them. Like, um, they, they just couldn't couldn't find the consistency of the passing game. I, I think so. Uh, you don't even have to be a great like when you've got a back like Ballard and a line like that. You don't have to be a guy that's um, it's making huge plays and throwing guys open. You just have to complete the easy ones. Keep you, keep your team on schedule, um, keep defenses honest. And then that's when Bauer will be able to break off the 20 yard touchdowns or whatever. So uh, if he can do that, and first time as a starter there for them like that, that would be a big deal for them, especially with, again, you know, what kind of what defensively, what they're going to have with noon in and Prohaska and those guys coming off the edge. Uh, does Henry have a
0: chance you're not going to unseat Teddy. I mean, he was, he's a power five guy. He was the highest ranked recruit in that class, which I still think people forget about, right? Yeah. Teddy Peroska was the highest ranked recruit coming out that year.
1: Uh, Henry has a chance. Uh, again, especially with great body type. Yeah, with playing opposite Noonan, like, that's going to give you some opportunities to yeah. go make plays because you know they cannot, you cannot single block Maverick Noonan or it's a stack, a tackle for loss every single time. You have to send extra help that way, which means it's going to be a num- numbers game with the rest of the line. Mm. And Prohaska seems like a guy that will be able to take advantage of that.
0: So, okay, so we've got, we talked a little bit of of Gretna, uh, talked a little bit of Westside, talked a lot of Prep, talked a lot of US, talked a fair amount of Elkhorn South, even a little North. Who's the, who's, Who's next for you? Are you parsing through Elkhorn South? I'm on North Millard South. Is like kind of how are you slotting that in your head, based on
1: every all the other different outlets preseason rankings? Yeah, I think it is the, the top four, and then that North Millard South, Elkhorn South, kind of in that next. So, year. So, the, so the top four in some
0: order. You're going to st- we, we both agree start Gretna one.
1: Gretna West Side uh, Prep and Bell West in some order up
0: there. Yeah. Okay. Five Elkhorn South.
1: Uh, again, I have. I know less about them, I think, and what they have returned. Like again, if, if if they're as good in the trenches as you say, then that's a pretty good place to start. Um, and with that running game, like all three of the, honestly, put you're it, putting, it putting could, them in a bag. Elkhorn, it could South, come down with the quarterback North play South. for those three. Yeah, if because um, you got O'Connor three new and, starters
0: and Cozy yeah. So, can we assume? is going to make that team.
1: I mean, he's got to be playing over. He's going to be in Japan, right? That's yeah. That I, I don't know the timeline for that and when we'll learn. I know obviously he was out there um, training for it or whatever, trying to make the team. I don't know when we'll learn. Uh, what is it up to four games that he yeah. missed? Yeah, he could miss up to four. Yeah. That would hurt. I know. Talk about Brock Murtaugh, working some, taking some snaps. Um, obviously that's what I would do. Yeah. Um, you, you don't, I mean, it's kind of an easy move to just put your best athlete at, at quarterback and let him go, especially with has Moon South done, done that before? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Have they have seen
0: that with Urban and then Stanger. We, yeah. I think we've seen that before. New
1: coaching staff, but yeah, yeah that and, pro- and program is no coach long yeah. and no coach means. Yeah. So maybe not. But we'll see. Uh, again, those those three, I think they they've got some pieces that can lift them up there. It's just um again the quarterback part of it and uh, a piece here there, like, all right, if this guy's good then they're going to be right there in the mix.
0: Um, Omaha North, who's, you got to think guard, center guard. They'll go Ty Stewart, state champion, wrestler. Peyton Knickerbocker, uh, who plays center for them, who's who's, who's a little dinged up. Then probably Tyson Terry at the other guard. That's pretty good with a guy like Porter
1: (laughs) running the football yeah right i mean is that good yeah is that good, uh, yeah. is that good? That's, but 1600 yards last year just no big deal very deceptive
0: uh, we learned right away he creased us you know i don't know if we trailed at the half
1: or it was some. it was close who has more rushing yards this year brown or Porter? well that's good i like that um Brown was in the kind of time split last year with Stessman, the senior, and so he he didn't. He was a thousand. Porter was about sixteen hundred. Um. Boy, that is good.
0: I'll take. (laughs) I'll. I'll take. Porter, but primarily because of the schedule. That's fair. Brown, I think, is the better back. Like if I was comparing the two, head North Dakota I'd, State, I'd, I'd take Sharmar. But statistically, I think Porter is 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 going to have the better season. Prep schedule is not good. That's <laughs> a, it's, a, it's a tough schedule. Yeah, <laughs> whatever they get, they're definitely going to earn. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. I don't
1: I don't feel great about saying that yeah and I mean the running back talent was so absurd last year with that senior class these are in class A at least these are the two guys back from that group that you felt like were kind of in that, that that elite tier um, and Porter obviously had the uh, the production to belong in that Brown again was in the timeshare but still put up a thousand yards Is really effective so and so we it's kind of the top tier ten, uh, of class A
0: what makes a life a good one
2: It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
1: Let's jump down to B real quick. Who do you see at the top there? Sauter put out his his, coach's poll and comes in. Scott's Bluff, Scott, Bennington. That's the top three.
0: I like Bennington. Um, I haven't seen Scott's Bluff enough, but I do know that they have a potential Super 6 candidate in 2023, right? like. 2024.
1: 2024. Yeah, yes. Boyle. Yeah, yeah,
0: Boyle and K they're the same class. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian
1: Boyle is is fantastic. Uh they got their, their quarterback back and stole. Um kind of a dual threat guy, probably better runner than a passer. But and they're in a good cycle. And the basketball coming get, over basketball.
0: You see, nobody talks about that because it's West. Yeah. Guys transfer all the time, right? JP. I mean, wrestling, softball. Central basketball. Some people have been doing this for years, right? It's it's the way that it goes, but Scott's bluff is interesting because I don't see them enough until they get further along in the big stage. I would probably put Bennington slightly ahead of Scott, although that's a toss up. I think historically you give the benefit of the doubt to Scott because of the success and the longevity of the
1: program. But Bennington has the best quarterback. Yes, and, they do. And Trey Bird. And it, I'm really interested to see what kind of season he has. Because last year, I,
0: I, like I said, I leaned
1: Bennington yeah, in that one. With Dylan Mostick, like all Bird. And he wasn't even, he didn't even open the season at their camp as a starter. Yeah. Obviously, um, that injury to Wempen and then forced to kind of Bird into action. And he took that job and ran with it. Um, but last year, he was kind of more of a, all right, do my job let Dylan run, run the heck out of the ball and then make plays here and there. Um, Some play actions, some deep shots, whatever Um, this year, he's going to have to be a little bit more of the motor as opposed to the guy that's benefiting from the the Mastic running game. And they've got some weapons coming back with Isaac Connor out wide. They've got uh, Nick Culver in the backfield who played a lot for them last year as the backup and kind of a utility player. So that's a nice little trio there. Um, Bennington, you can expect, their line play will be pretty solid. Uh, I know they've got some big dudes up there. So um, yeah, it's hard to, again, Trey bird, uh, 64 complete uh, completion percentage, 24 touchdowns, just three interceptions last year. That's pretty good. Um, Yeah. Flores is the best returning quarterback in the state. Bird's the best returning quarterback in class B.
0: Uh, He's got some competition though, from the guy down in Blair.
1: (laughs) Hey, Blair's at five by the way, in the preseason poll see, I wanted to call him a dark horse, so maybe not i I, I think b's kind of the same thing that they run into in basketball. The talent is down in, in b it's there's just not as many teams, so it's tougher like it's tougher to find dark horses because that team's probably going to end up in the top ten. yeah see Blair's a
0: team that um I think if they stay healthy, they're going to be right there tremendous skill uh I really like them uh offensively the, the the best quarterback in b i think we're going to write that down i'm going to put it in uh pencil not sharpie because that will be in my opinion a great a, a a great thing to watch to see who kind of evolves at the quarterback spot and pius now playing in b this year i think
1: could could cause a few problems yeah. and they're at six uh and Round out the top six. Waverly is at four in the in the preseason poll. There, does Waverly, just keep. I feel like they're on a cycle. Yeah, but right? well, they've got what Trey Jackson back at quarterback. Yes, they who do got some
0: experience last year. Um, gave them a different dimension yeah. in the way that they're used to playing really, right? a little
1: bit. Yeah. yeah, and you've got Preston Harms back. Uh, they they lost some key pieces. They're got a big guy up front. Um, like, so I think I think that that's probably the fair top top group there for B and again, I, I, I wish I haven't looked at Scott's plus schedule. I don't, uh, I, I wish that got a chance to see him more during the regular season, like you said, but, um, yeah, looking forward to the postseason for sure. And how those teams at the top yeah. shake out
0: the bird and, and soak up matchup, you know, who's Bodie is, is, is Blair's quarterback, who I really, really like. He's, he camped a little bit this year. Uh, Iowa is extremely high on Bodie soak So I think quarterback play will be paramount, but for Blair, I don't think it's any simpler than, than they need to st- to stay healthy. I kind of feel like B is a lot like a, where put them in a hat at the top one through six.
1: It's going to be health and quarterback play. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think looking, just looking at the roster, there's no Bennington last year. There's no team that's going to steamroll everybody. I don't think, I don't think there's a team that's as complete as Bennington was last year. Cause that's as complete a class B team as we've seen, I think. And. Yeah. What hurts Class B is Aurora dropping down to C one, so they're preseason number one in that class with Carlos Collazo and crew. So,
0: more distinct advantage. Aurora going to C one because of their numbers, or how's Dodge going to two? Yeah, they they how, return a lot. Listen, how good is how's Dodge going to be? They got some. They got some really good athletes out there. I haven't felt as good about making a pick in a class as I do taking Hal's Dodge. That is some program.
1: Yeah. Pierce will give uh, Aurora Run for his money in, in C one as well with Ben Bramer and Abram Schulting. That that duo is going to be de- deadly this year.
0: Uh, Thirty minutes and we didn't even get to Super Six. Oh. But we'll recap. We'll get into it at some point. Maybe that's one of the best in the business. That's Jacob Padilla. I'm ODB. We'll be back next week with Nebraska Prep's post game. A Media Production.